Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. They're standing at the top of the mountain, right? And they're at right, and there's there's not really any place else to go. They've accomplished everything they set set out to accomplish, and they still fundamentally feel the same way. Yeah. And not only that, but it's like they've left a trail of dead bodies along the way, right? Like they're just the things that really matter, like their relationship with themselves and their relationship with the people that matter the most is broken. Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected. We exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family. 
You deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings. I am going to teach you how to identify who you are outside of all of the roles you play. Hi, I'm Veronica Cisneros. I'm a wife, mother of three, and a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. Welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's guest is a licensed psychotherapist, life and corporate coach, author, podcaster, motivational speaker, and the founder of Dethroning Your Inner Critic. She's a complete badass. She considers herself to be an unconventional therapist and is driven by the conviction that the most powerful life you can live is when you know the difference between you and your inner critic. I totally agree. She has developed the mind method, a time-tested proven system that brings together practical psychology, neuroscience, and the power of intention to discover who you are separate from the critical voice in your mind. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you're here. With With over 25 years of experience, she has worked with corporations such as Campowerment, Cigna, Nestle and TD Bank, and has transformed the lives of thousands of people, detailing how they can design a new future by rewriting the automatic way they think and act, and breaking the habit of giving energy and attention to their inner critic. So please help me by welcoming Joanna Kleiman. Joanna, oh my God, this is such a big pleasure. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so you're a complete badass off the top. And I love that you are, you take a different unconventional approach to therapy. That's, I don't know if you know this, but I have a private practice and the name of it is called outside the norm counseling because I'm mm. totally outside the norm. Yep. Yep. You and I are kindred right? spirits, I think. Great. <laughs> so can you please share with us your story? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So my story. Well, um, I mean, I grew up, uh, my mother is a, is, is a brilliant psychotherapist. She's actually still practicing at 76 years old. So Hell yeah. That's amazing. That's pretty awesome. Right. And, um, you know, she actually, both of my parents introduced me to self-awareness, right? And, and you know, they had been big into that in the late seventies and early eighties. So Bottom line is I kind of used to just tag along with them. I didn't, you know, you know, I just kind of went to these things and didn't really pay attention. But, (laughs) but I, um, what I remember is I was probably about 11 and I watched a woman on a stage, um, completely shift her perspective on something that she was dealing with, right? The, The person that was leading the program just had her see something through a completely different lens. Yeah. And it was really in that moment that I decided, you know what, that's what I'm going to do for with my life. And I basically never really looked back. And, you know, the thing about um, the work that I do in the world is that it is really informed by my personal 
30 year journey, right. Yeah. And my, my personal self-discovery and then, you know, obviously, you know, um, working with thousands of people over, over the course of my career. Um, and you know, I, I, as human beings, we think that we're so separate. We think that our um, self-doubt and our fear and our lack of confidence um, is so personal, right? Yeah. And we think that other people, right, especially as women, we think, we look at, at you know, to piggyback on what you said, we look at badass women and we think, yeah. well, they just don't have that going on. Mm-mm. And that is furthest from the truth. So that's why I developed the work that I do in the world. I love it. I'm, I agree with what you just said. You know, a lot of us, especially women, we compare ourselves to each other. What, what we don't know is we're all, we're all battling the same thing. Yep. And it is that inner critic. Yes. It is a hundred percent that inner critic. I remember doing, uh, um, I remember doing a group and I, grew, I had a bunch of women that, um, I felt like they would do really, really well in a group. And I did this, um, this group therapy class. It was just one time. And um, I had already known everything that was going on with them. Introduced them, obviously. They all agreed to be a part and participate in this group session. And I knew their struggles. I knew their pains. However, the minute we were in a group, all of a sudden, it was like, welcome to the world of comparison. And it's like, home girl, wait a minute. What, uh, 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 uh. You just said you own this and you're doing this. Five seconds ago, you were telling me you're about to lose it all. And you do with yeah. your shoes. Like, what if, yes. what if, I remember asking them, what if we can put our guards down? What if we could just be our true authentic self? Like, what, could, what if I just said, hey, I'm Veronica. And I wasn't trying to compare. Like, what would that That's look right. like? And everything Absolutely. changed. Yes. You know, the thing is, we don't talk about this, right? So, so, so many people, right? And, and even, even the most successful people, right? We look mm-hmm. at successful people and we, what we don't know is that very often what drove them to their success is, right? I need to get there. I need to get there. I need to get there. And then they've gotten to the place in their, in their success, right? They have a, a lot of accomplishments, which is, which is beautiful, Yeah. but they're standing at the top of the mountain, right? And they're at, right. And there's, there's not really any place else to go. They've accomplished everything they set, set out to accomplish and they still fundamentally feel the same way. Yes. And not only that, but it's like, they've left a trail of dead bodies along the way, right? Like they're just the things that really matter, like their relationship with themselves and their relationship with the people that matter the most is broken. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah. I had a visual of mm. the dead bodies and the dead bodies that I'm thinking of is, you know, I think of the women that are listening to the show and most of the time those dead bodies are the ones that we love the most. Oh, our husband, our kids, our friends, because we're so focused on that success. We're so focused on wanting to be something, you know, in so many ways, maybe, yeah, we are, but at the same time, it's like, that's not really who we want to be. We're missing it. We're missing it. And mostly, you know, in my opinion, Veronica, the biggest relationship that we're missing is our relationship with ourselves. Amen. Right. Because, you know, what, see what I call the voice of the inner critic 
is a little different than what you might think, right? So of course it's the voice of you're not good enough and you can't and and right and and mm-hmm. you know, you're going to fail. But it is also the voice that convinces us, "Oh, look, I reached that goal. That goal means I'm good enough." Because if you think about it, it's sort of a it's sort of like a pendulum, right? It's like we 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 listen to that voice and we try to get that goal. And the minute that we accomplish the goal, we're right back to needing the next goal in order to feel like we're good enough. Oh, girl, it's like a drug. It's a drug. It is mm-hmm. literally like a drug. It's an addiction to a high and we keep chasing the high. And, you know, what I like to really support women in doing is no matter what it is, what, what your goal is, right? It could be a business goal. It could be a relationship goal. It could be a a fitness goal could be anything that you're really working on. Okay. How do you enjoy exactly who you are and where you are right now? Even if you're reaching for, right, creating something that you want, there's a big difference between going for the life of your dreams when you are already focused on what you already love about yourself and what you already love about the life you've already created versus what is automatic, which is I'm not enough until that condition is met. Yes. That's what our inner critic does. It sets conditions for our love of ourselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're there chasing after this goal, wanting it so badly and not realizing that we're losing sight. We're losing sight altogether. And so right now, as you were sharing that, it it made me think of how often, because I've been guilty of this. I've been focused on a goal and Mm -hmm. whatever was going to stand my way, you know, I was, I was, I was killing it. I was crushing it at whatever cost. And then I'd pass the finish line and, but I'm still running. And I've given this, uh, this example before on the episode, but I'm still running. And it's like, homegirl, you, your goal was to run a marathon. You ran it, but it was back in California. And now you're over here in Michigan. Like, and you're still running. Yeah. You're still running. Where does this come from? So we've got a voice in our minds. Okay. We think it's us. Yeah. And it speaks to us from the moment we get up to the moment we go to bed. And this is crazy research shows that we have 50,000 to 80,000 thoughts per day. Holy moly. Insane. Yeah. And 80% of them are negative. Okay. So it's like, we've got this mind that just goes right. Just like our bodies make our hearts beat. Like we don't tell our minds where to go. Right. And that automatic mind was actually created when we were little bo- little girls and little boys, okay. Yeah. So, and I, I know that you you I'm sure you do this work all the time, absolutely you know, with our clients, right? But it's like the we we we're trying to make sense of who we are and how we're valued and how we fit into our world, and this starts when we're like three, four, five, six years old, right? Absolutely. And we're assigning meaning because we're little children. We're assigning meaning that's personal when in fact it's not. And this is where it first starts, right? So we experience some pain that to a little child feels very overwhelming. It doesn't have to even be traumatic, but it's some pain that says 
something's wrong. I am in some way not okay. I am in some way not not right. And then we quickly go to work to figure out, it's all unconscious. Who do I need to be so that I never feel this pain again? Yes. So it's this subconscious, you know, inner belief, right? And then, we, right, we set out either we, we become the smart one or we become the successful one or we become the funny one. Or yep. for some people, they become the quiet one because I'm going to avoid putting myself out there and risking judgment or failure, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, as an entrepreneur, yeah. This, when you're going for a life of your dreams in whatever, in whatever area you're going for, what it really takes is putting yourself outside of your comfort zone over and Mm -hmm. over and over. That's the only way that we go for, for our dreams. And it's so heartbreaking because so many people are stuck. Because what they're really doing is they're listening to their automatic mind, try and protect them from stepping outside their comfort zone. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're listening to that voice, you're going to be stuck. And being stuck makes you uncomfortable. Now, the truth is going for your dreams makes you uncomfortable, right? If I'm delivering a keynote to, you know, like, let's say I'm delivering a keynote to 500 people, like that doesn't (laughs) be uncomfortable. (laughs) There's nerves all over the place. All over. But it's, that's it. It's the willingness to, to feel uncomfortable and to understand you are separate from your inner critic mind. The voice that is making you feel uncomfortable, the automatic thoughts, mm-hmm. they're not going anywhere. No, no. And that's so many people want to quiet that voice. They want to eliminate that voice. They want to get rid of the fear. We just want the answer. We just want the answer. We want to, we don't want to feel it. We want to get rid of it. We want to avoid it. We want to distract ourselves. That's common. That's it. And that's, so if we don't want to feel the discomfort, we're going to stay stuck. Amen. And the discomfort is only caused by our thoughts. It's just right. Our thoughts create those emotions and the emotions are just an inner sensation, right? They're not going to kill us. So we can be in the sadness or in the fear or in the doubt or in the what if, and we can use those feelings Mm -hmm. to actually use them as teaching tools, right? So we can say, wow, I'm feeling sad right now. I'm having, there's some automatic thoughts that I'm having about some circumstance. Yeah. Most people think it's the circumstances of their lives that determine how they feel. Mm -hmm. It's never the circumstances. No, no, no. It's always our thoughts, our Mm -hmm. automatic thoughts about the circumstances. Do we have painful circumstances? Of course we do. Absolutely. But- you know, sometimes your pain can be, I call it clean pain versus dirty pain. Oh, tell me more. Does that make sense? No, yes, so, yes. Yeah. So, okay. So like clean pain. Okay. Like if you, if let's say somebody that you love dies. Okay. Or let's say you lose a job that you really loved. Like, of course you're going to feel pain about that. Right. Mm-hmm. But 
Dirty pain is when you have the sadness, but then there's all this other meaning, right? Like if your loved one dies and you say, well, you know, maybe if, if, uh, I had done a, a better job, right. Uh, you know, making sure that, that this person took care of themselves, they wouldn't have died. Right. Like yeah. self-blame or right, maybe if I were smarter or more accomplished or more successful, I wouldn't have lost my job. Right. Yeah. That's, that's where we buy into beliefs about ourselves that we've been thinking, truth be told, since we were little girls. Well, yes. I, I think what a lot of people don't realize is we're being triggered. We're in those moments we are being a tr- we are being triggered to a past event, to a past emotion that we've never ever dealt with. That's right. And so many of us run away from it. I'm like. And don't get me wrong, I've been guilty of this myself. You know, as you were sharing, it was like, holy moly, there's times when, you know, I'm starting, you and I were talking offline right now about, you know, um, we're, we're both therapists and therapy, it's like, we know it, we're all about it. But this new world, this new social media world, it's a totally different animal. And there's been so many times where I've had to say to myself, okay, wait a minute, Veronica, are you living the life you want to live? Mm-hmm. Or are you just chasing this dream? Because you, you could do both. And I think that's where a lot of us get lost is we don't realize we can do both because of that inner critic. In addition to that, not knowing or not having the tools to go out and just kind of sit in the motion and allow it to happen. That's right. That's right. You know, when, when we're going for our dreams, okay, the truth is that half of the time life goes the way we want it to. Mm-hmm. And half of the time, life does not go the way that we want it to, right? Oh God, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> you know, I can look at my journey, okay? I can look at my journey in my business. I can look at my journey in raising my three kids who are now teenagers, right? I can look at my journey in my marriage of 23 years, mm-hmm. right? And you know, there have been plenty of times where I've experienced failure. Yeah. I've experienced feeling rejected. I've experienced, you know, things not going the way that my inner critic wants them to go. Right. But the truth is all there ever is to do in any part of life is just take the next step. If it doesn't go the way we want, we can step back. We can say, oh, okay, that didn't go the way I wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what can I learn from that? How can, I, how can I grow and how can I learn? And then let's take the next step. Mm-hmm. And if you just keep doing that, if you just keep taking the next step, your life is going to go somewhere, right? Yeah. You don't have to necessarily know what are all the perfect 10 steps or 20 steps or a hundred steps I need to take to get that goal to look exactly the way that I want it to, right? Yeah. Our, our businesses, our, our lives, our relationships, they're always growing. They're always evolving. If we can just go in the flow, we take action right? Because we can't just sit back and just flow with it. We've got to take action. But it's it's a both and. It's taking action while at the same time staying present Mm -hmm. and going with the flow of where life is taking us and trusting that all we ever need to do 
is choose empowering thoughts for whatever circumstance is occurring, right? Choose the most empowering thought so that we can feel more at peace and more centered and more free. Yeah. That's how, that's how we design lives we love. Right now, you're totally speaking to me right now on so many levels. Here's why. Yeah. Um, Private practice, knock it out of the park. Awesome. You know, um, referrals were really well known in our town um, and have a really good relationship with, with people in the community. Um, This, 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 I call it a different animal because it is, it's a different animal. It Mm -hmm. has, you know, like how you mentioned being an entrepreneur, there's so many challenges stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's different. And here's why. As a therapist, I know my craft. I know it. It's like, let's go. Like I'm the minute a, a client, a patient's in front of me, it's like, oh, <laughs> we're going to do some work. And I get so excited. Right. However, the second path that I'm on, it's constantly met with some form of failure because I don't know. I, I don't know. And so I have to hire people. I have to ask. And what I've noticed, and I'm, I'm going to, I, I want to apply this to me. Yes. What I've noticed is, holy moly, it's triggering me on all sorts of levels. There was a time, and I, I still struggle with it, that you know, I'd go to bed thinking about, okay, so you have to do this post, you got to do this post, you got to make it relatable, you know, and then I'm starting a course, it's not enough, you know, I'm not meeting that goal, yeah. I'm not enough. That, that does come up, even for me who's a therapist. Even me, I can tell you right now, it's a cognitive distortion. I can go ahead and challenge it. It's an internal trigger. It comes from my childhood. I could tell you all of those things. I could break it down. However, yes. it still happens even for me, oh, yes. right? Yes. And so there's a point where I have to realize, well, wait a minute. Just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I'm not human. And yes, of course, I have the tools. Yes, of course, I have the questions. It's still happening. It's still Always. happening, right? Yeah. It's yes. still happening. And yes. I literally have to work on that. Every day. Right? That's why I developed this work. Mm-hmm. Because, see, this is exactly why I don't call my work banish your inner critic, silence your inner critic, kick yeah. your inner critic to the curb. No. It, it is moment by moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Seeing, and I, I, I call that voice her, right? Yeah. When I work with my clients, I have them give it a separate name. Yes. Right? And they know exactly where it's coming from, when it speaks, why it speaks, where it shows up, where it's always shown up. Yeah. So you see it, right? You see it for what it is. Oh, there you are. Mm-hmm. There's my inner critic. That's not me. Then in that moment, you unhook from it. Right, mm-hmm. it's still there, screaming at you. In fact, the the more we're going for the bigger things, the mm-hmm. louder it gets. Oh, girl, it gets so loud, so loud. Mm-hmm. So we just we unhook from it, and then we step into what I call a new mind. Okay, yeah. now a new mind has a brand new thought, mm-hmm. and the brand new thoughts maybe are something like, "I already am enough." Yeah. I already have everything in me already that I need. I don't need to prove myself. I don't need for other people to think highly of me. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't need to control other people's judgments or opinions. Yeah. Right. So from that new thought, we start to cultivate a new emotion where we're more centered and we're more at peace. Right. And then we're free to take the action. Yeah. Even when the action is scary, even when like, ah, uh, you know, I don't know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. We do it. And then we see what shows up. Right. And that, that's, that's really all we ever have. See it unhook from it, step into a new thought that creates new emotions that creates new behaviors. And it is those new behaviors that over time are going to create a brand new result in our life. Yes. Right. And you know, Veronica, the thing is you like me, okay. Really all we're doing is we're just continuing to build the muscle. Mm Mm-hmm of being able to distinguish the difference between ourselves and the voice of our inner critic. Yeah. That's it. It's the most powerful life you can live when you know the difference between you and your inner critic, but it's never going away. No, no, no. I, I love that you're saying, I love that your primary focus is making peace with it. Like it's going to be there, like allow it to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I think of like, who did I need to be to receive love? Who mm. did I need to be as a kid to go ahead and gain acceptance? And I needed to be, in my mind, my parents didn't tell me this. Nobody told me this. It, was, yeah. it goes back to how you started kind of view the world. And for me, I had to be that academic. I had mm. to be the smart one. I had to be the educated one. You know, yeah. I had to have all of the answers because yeah. of everything that was going on in my household. And I, I love that you say that because yeah, I, I see her and it's yeah. like, all right, okay. So you're there. So yes. you're there. And yeah. all that is, is it's, it's things it's for me, it's what I, how I, how I term it is there are lies that you told yourself. Mm. You didn't, know Did you were, didn't even know, didn't even yeah. know, but now you're aware. Right. And, but the, it's not, it, and you're right. It is, it is lies that you thought were true. Yes. And now the purpose of that voice right now, whenever it shows up, is it's it's just trying to protect you. Yes. Yes. Don't don't post that thing. You're gonna get judged. People people are gonna think you you don't have it all together and you're not as smart as you should be. (laughs) You know what what, right? It it all goes back. It all goes back. You know, I always say you, you were talking about like a, a drug, right? Mm-hmm. Before, like, you know, the, 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 the attachment to the high. Yep. So I always say that our inner critic absolutely has addictions, all right? Yeah. And these are the demands that our inner critic makes on the outside world so that we can feel okay. Yeah. So it's like in your case, here you are, you know, building this amazing, you know, amazing thing for women. Okay. And, and what, you know, Veronica, like, you know, this, like, like the back of your hand, okay. Yeah. You know, what a profound difference you make in the world. You, I, I don't, I know we just met, but I know that you have heard this, you know, a million times over, right. How powerful you are. And yet 
right? Every time you're putting yourself out there, I'm going to make a post and I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and I'm do this, right? What shows up is like, oh my God, right? What yeah. if somebody thinks, you know, fill in the blank. What if somebody thinks, you know, I'm, I'm not enough. That's, that's the demand of your, yeah. that's the addiction. When you can see the addiction and let go of it, mm-hmm. right? And here's the difference. Of course, we all want to be liked. Of course, I don't want to be judged. Of course, I want people to think highly of me, right? But the difference is when it is a preference versus a need, you have a lot more freedom. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. As you were talking, it was like, oh my God, she knows me. (laughs) (laughs) I know you because I know me. (laughs) I I developed this work because this is exactly what I needed to do for myself, right? So I always say like, I'm just, I'm like five years ahead of, of, of right where other people are, right? But that yeah. doesn't, it, it, that's all. I'm doing this every single day of yeah. my life and not just in my business. I mean, it shows no. up in my business, right? But I, you know, I got, I have three teenagers right now. Right. And so it's always showing up where I have to, you know, kind of let go of what I yeah. want their decisions to be. And I want their lives to be right. Cause this is, this is their life. And, you know, I've taught, uh, you know, I guide them and, and, yeah. and I love them, but I can't control them. Right. Yeah. And my inner critic wants to control. Oh them. gosh. All day, all day, all day. <laughs> right. Um, no, I love that you said that. Um, and it's something that, it's something that obviously not only do I practice as, you know, in, in my day as a mom, as a wife, as a clinician, as a coach, I think that is so important because if we're not relatable, then all we're doing is throwing books at people all day in terms and it doesn't help. The minute we're able to identify with somebody and relate with them, well, now we're a human being that could connect. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yes. I read on one of your posts, it said, I quickly learned living a life where you are constantly seeking approval from others is a life that can cause a lot of pain and suffering. Yes. Yes. And that, you know, especially as women. Yes. Our, our culture conditions us as women to want to seek out, uh, people's approval. Yeah, a hundred percent. We want to be liked. We want to be loved, and so we focus externally out there. How am I going to feel loved and valued by you? Mm-hmm. It could be you, my life partner. It could be you, my boss. It could be you, my kid. It could be you, Joe Schmo on the street. Yep. Right. So I um, you know, I I, I developed. Like a, a four step, you you'd mentioned it in the in the beginning. I developed a, a four step method called the Mind Method, yeah. um, because this is you know women just women really need uh, an owner's manual for their mind, right? Oh, yes. like a recipe book. Yes, please. It yeah. is. It is. You know, you. because otherwise, really, what's happening is our inner critics are just ruling our lives, right? It's like giving, giving the keys to, of your car, you know, to your five-year-old and being like, okay, can you, can you drive us around? Right. Yeah. Like you're going to get into a lot of accidents. <laughs> um, so, I mean, real quick, M is meet your inner critic. I is right. That's like, knowing the voice of your inner critic, I is the 
blinking red lights, investigate the indication signs. So, you know, when you are about to post something and your heart is racing yeah. like this, or right, that's an indication sign, right? That that mm-hmm. she's back on her throne, there right? Yes, yeah. The end step is neutralize the never ending message, right? So, and Veronica, I'll use you as an example. Yeah. Um, we, if, if you took all human beings, right, you boiled us all down, all, I don't know how many people we are on the planet, 9 billion, whatever. <laughs> we all fall into probably about like 10 categories of what I'll call a core issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is some, it doesn't have to be anything traumatic. Something happens when we're young and we quickly decide who do we need to be. Right. Yeah. So right? Your never ending message might, might be like, let's say if somebody doesn't like your post, the never ending message might be, I'm not enough. Yeah. That's my core issue, right? Mm -hmm. That's where, so my inner critic will always go for, I'm not enough. Yep. And I had, you know, my seven-year-old version of that. And I had my 15-year-old version of that. And I had my 25-year-old version of that. And I just turned 50 last month and I have my 50-year-old version of it, right? <laughs> so that's the point, right? So when we become so intimately familiar with her, right? Yes. By meeting her, we investigate the indication signs. We, we recognize that never ending message and we neutralize it by unhooking from it. Okay. Now the D step is now design our lives. Mm. And for you, what I'm hearing you say is that you are doing an extraordinary job designing this incredible life. You have a vision, you see what's possible. And basically what you're doing is you're just taking your inner critic along the journey and continuing to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And that's how you are building something extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. Getting comfortable with that uncomfortable. (laughs) That's it. That's the name of the game. If we were to follow all of those steps, and I love the indicator, I love being able to go ahead and identify If we were able to follow all of those steps, not only would we be able to make peace with that inner critic, but in addition to that, we would be living the life we want to live. We, we literally would. We literally would. I truly believe that when we are taught how to manage our minds, yeah, this education has the potential to change the whole planet. I, I think anger and hatred and right and sadness and right all sorts of things that really plague us as a culture, I think start with fundamental beliefs and pain that people don't know how to address. And so they operate on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then that goes into avoiding, compartmentalizing, not yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Or numbing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. 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 So I have two questions to ask you. I don't want to end this. However, I also want to make sure I value your time. Yeah. But- <laughs> you can talk forever. <laughs> we, we really could. We really could. <laughs> so many similarities. I love it. Yeah. Um, my question to you that I ask all my guests is, what are you personally doing right now to live the life you want to live? Mm. 
what I am personally doing is while I am really building my dreams, I am staying present. I'm staying present to exactly who I already am, what a beautiful life I've already created, the parts of myself and my life that I already love. Um, I really get myself very, very present to gratitude. And from that place, right, I'm designing my life, but um, that is the foundation, is just already loving exactly what is. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. Second question, what advice in one sentence would you give to the mom who feels stressed and disconnected? To the mom who feels stressed and disconnected. Yeah. I would say our one and only job as moms is to love our kids. Oh, yes. Yes. Right. They are on their own journeys. We can guide, mm-hmm. right? might have to set boundaries, but we've got to let them sort out their journey and we've just got to love them. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So Joanna, where can we find you? Oh, let's, yeah. Um, well, my website is dethroningyourinnercritic.com. I have a podcast um, that has 30,000 downloads already. It's amazing. Yay, congratulations. So that's dethroningyourinnercritic.com. I just launched my first book called Dethroning Your Inner Critic, The Four-Step Journey from Self-Doubt to Self-Empowerment. That is available on Amazon. And as of February of 2020, will also be available on Audible. Um, and I'm on Instagram, dethroning your inner critic, Facebook, dethroning your inner critic. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. There you go. <laughs> she's, she's not only giving where you can find her, but she's also giving you some feedback. Dethrone your damn inner critic. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and then the last question, will you be giving our audience a free giveaway? Yes, actually, I have um, I have a master class, and I would love to be able to offer that um, to your audience. So um, the best way to do that is to email hello at dethroningyourinnercritic.com, hello at dethroningyourinnercritic.com, and say, I want my free master class. Give and me my free master class. That's right. Awesome. Joanna, thank you so much for being on. This was absolutely amazing um, in, in so many ways, personally. And I know this is going to be of great value to our listeners. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. It was absolutely my pleasure, Veronica. Thank you so much. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you, guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empowered and unapologetic.com forward slash course empowered and unapologetic is part of 
the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Male Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host, practice of the practice, or the guest are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like 
why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.